jumped off the phone with the seventh member of the jury. We are certainly getting close. The 20th eliminated contestant of Australian Survivor Champions vs. Contenders, former Miss Universe, Monica. Former Miss Universe Australia, Monica. It was good to chat to Monica and talk about her strategic game. She said she... You know, Jury Villa, she played a very strong social game, which I think was pretty evident, but it was also good to talk about some of the strategic moves that she was able to to play along the way. We also quickly at the end talked a little bit about Russell and uh, how even though on the on the screen it looked like he might be trying to do a Samoa 2.0, she wasn't having a bar of it, as well as uh, being thankful that she didn't drift away on that raft. So it was great to chat to Monica and hear a little bit more about her game. And here is Monica. Hey Adam. How are you doing? I'm really good, thanks. <laughs> How are you? Fantastic, fantastic. Hey, it looked like you had a hell of a lot of fun out there. Um, it looked like you uh, enjoyed a lot of the game, is that right? Totally, definitely. I mean, I went in there with an open mind and just sort of a laid-back attitude, go with the flow, whatever happens, happens. I watched your um, Drew Villa and you talked a lot about your social game being your strength and I think that was that was pretty mm-hmm. evident uh, on the screen that you were able to navigate your way through skillfully through different social alliances. What, uh, mm-hmm. was in, what was involved in that for you in terms of, I guess, picking who to align with and then how did you go about aligning with, aligning with them socially? Yeah, well, so basically I had two gameplays between during my my time on the island. The first part was before merge. That was for me just making sure that I stayed on everyone's good side and they didn't vote me out because I knew that at that point in the game, it's all about physical strength and keeping the tribe strong so you don't go to tribal council. So for me then, it was like I wasn't really playing my own game. I was listening to what people were telling me to do just so I could stay in until merge. And then when merge hit, getting rid of these these people that I guess were trying to dictate my game. So the head honchos that I just felt like I wasn't being a part of decision making. It was more so them telling me who to vote for. And I just couldn't have that. I would not be proud of myself if I played that kind of game at the end. So I made sure that I voted these people out, these big physical threats in my eyes. And the way that I did that was through making everyone believe me, making me seem really genuine, even if I wasn't at that particular time to that particular person. And honestly, it worked because everyone at one point or another thought that I was on their side, both the alliances. And and then obviously when I voted against one alliance, they were so bitter with me because they had really believed that I was telling them the truth. That's interesting because a lot of the people that I've spoken to in the past, everyone did say that we thought oh, we thought Monica was with us. So you definitely, obviously, did a very good, very convincing job of that. Yes, awesome <laughs> to hear. I think my psychology degree came in handy. I think. <laughs> Fantastic! I love it. Um, and you're involved in a lot of um, big moves, and you know, a, a crucial part of of big uh, big votes where you turned on Maddie, the Godfather, and then you turned on. Benji, who uh, was entered the Godfather's office, so you, you, you're flipping back and forth. There. Can you talk me through, I guess, as to the the decision making behind making the initial move and then and then moving back again? Sure, sure. So when it came to Maddie, he had come to me just before merge and said, "Mon." Because up until this point, we hadn't spoken strategy. I wasn't really working with him. And he said, Mon, 
I want you to be in the final four with myself, Steve and Sean. Are you ready for that? You're ready to stay much longer in the game? Almost signifying that, oh, if it wasn't for Maddie, mm. I wouldn't stay in the game longer. So you just had that sort of like authoritative feeling. He was just quite, quite, quite full of himself in terms of the gameplay and, and where he thought he was going to end up. So I played along with him because I knew that he would be a protector for me in the leading tribal councils. And then he got to a point where I felt like he was really dictating all my moves and telling me where to vote and what to do. Not even asking for my opinion, just mm. giving me a name and expecting that I'd go along with it. And I just, I did not want that to happen. I wouldn't allow that to happen. And I thought, I'm going to be risky here. I'm going to vote him out, put myself out there for people to see that I have to lift on my alliance. But at least I'm playing a game that I can be proud of. That's simple as that for me. I wanted to have a bit of fun and I wanted to actually play, not just listen to what I've been told. So that's how the Maddie vote came about. And obviously I had people like Brian and Benji and Shanella who wanted to vote him out as much as I did just because we all knew he was trying to rule the roost. Mm. And then... I was actually, I actually thought for a, for a minute that I would play with Benji. I mean, I'm quite, I'm quite trusting as a person, you see. So all these people and them being friendly as, as normal people, I sort of took it, uh, I took them all at face value. So for, yeah, for a day or two, I thought, oh, maybe Benji and I could work together. Um, and then, so I wasn't actually planning on voting him out in the next tribal council. But the morning of the tribal council that he ended up going home, he woke me up before dawn shook me up and he was like we're gonna talk strategy and he was quite like he was erratic you know he was just so panicked and I thought uh-uh, don't like this like don't like him don't like I just didn't get a good vibe from him and then throughout the day I sort of asked a couple of people you know what has Benji said to you and he pretty much promised all of us the same thing take you to the final two like thinking that none of us would actually have a discussion about it and then that's how I thought nah I'm slipping again can't have him here anymore he's too dangerous too erratic see you later Benji and I think anyone waking up before sunrise would, uh, that'd really piss me off as well, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> <So> that... <laughs> I was like, let me sleep. My God. Um, and I think, I, I guess, a part of, you know, building these strong relationships, then it looked like it, it is then tough to, to, to backstab people and then to, obviously, you've built such a strong relationship, but then you have to go and, um, you know, go against them. And it looked like you had a bit of a hard time on a few occasions. Yep, that was really, I guess, the nail in my coffin because up until that point when it, when it really did get intense, like so probably the, the first two-thirds of the game, I didn't have any emotional attachment. Voting people out, I knew it was part of the game and I was really happy to do so because it meant that I was moving forward. Mm. But then when we got to the sort of nitty-gritty and especially Sean, like so Sean is the one that honestly she was, oh, she was the reason why I'm here, I think, because... I I really I fell for her genuine act and I really thought that she was being being honest with me. So when the time came and I thought to myself, I just can't have her. She was never in my plan to be in the final three with me. I knew I had to vote her out, but I felt so guilty doing so because I really believed that that she was that she was with me and that I don't know, I just felt really guilty. It was horrible. I can't believe that she manipulated me that much. So I ended up almost revealing, well, not, not almost, I revealed to her at one stage when we thought she was, we were voting her out. So last tribal council when she played her immunity idol that she found. So that afternoon, I ended up telling her, look, I'm sorry, Sean, but I just can't have you in my game anymore. You're too strong and, you know, you have to go. And she obviously used that information and to solidify the fact that she, you know, she was going to be voted out. And then that's how, that was sort of the beginning of the end for me. 
I like it. It's been a good insight into your game. I know we're, we're sort of coming up to time. I just want to make sure I ask you about Russell at the very start. Did you ever entertain the oh, idea of, of working with Russell? Oh, my gosh, no. Russell, he... Oh, I could see through him straight away. He was so <laughs> chauvinistic and he was just telling me what I wanted to hear and I knew exactly his gameplay. I didn't even have to know who he was as a player to know who he was as a person. <laughs> so we made sure that he was gone firstly. <laughs> I like it because it made it look like, oh, maybe he is uh, doing a, a Samoa all over again, but nah, you weren't having a bar of that. Wishes. I like it. He wishes. Hell no. <laughs> Fantastic. I wish, can I just say, I, I wish you got to see a little bit more of my gameplay because... I was a lot more vocal and I had, I think, a lot more to do with um, everything that happened than what you could see. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to tell you a little bit more about what actually went down. No worries. I could, I can definitely see that you were definitely that, that swing vote and, and a, a crucial vote in some of those massive ones. I, I was glad to talk to you. I thought you might have drifted away on the raft, never to be seen again. But, but thanks, oh my thanks God. for the chat. <laughs> you. Don't worry, I'm not going to face plant anymore and I'm back home on safe, safe plant. <laughs> Thanks so much, Monica. Good to chat. Thanks, Adam. See, See you later.